0: Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied, with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, a journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A gutevach, a good week. We continue our journey in the life-changing Sefer Tanya. This program is made possible by Rena Lights LLC and as an honor and memory of Rab Yosef Halevi Weinberg Allah Rab Moshe Pinchas Hakoyen Katz all of Ashala, Rabyel Khan It's also an schus and merit of Rab Zevia Kheskel and Risha Katz, La Edichyom and for many long healthy years. Okay. We are in the middle of chapter fourteen. This powerful chapter. The Alter Rebbe in a very personal way is giving us counsel and advice and how to deal with our challenges. Speaking in the first person. Telling us how to speak to your own heart. That I don't want to be a Rasha for even one second. I don't want to be separated from you, from God. As we learned in the last classes. And that's the ability that every person has to be a benini. The self-mastery and self-control that you can apply to your personal life. Which means you don't control your very faculties and your personality, but you control who's going to run the show, who's boss in your life, who's the captain and who's the ship. And in this context, every person is a mid the is midas qoladam he said bakhara qoladam yimshigh every person is drawn to it every second a person has that ability and as i said al-taleb spells out in detail how a person can do that that even if a thought comes up that's a negative thought you can push it aside again the language in any dates i don't want to be separate from god I want to be attached and connected to him. It's a personal expression of love and connection to the source. And the final piece that you learn from even a Kal column, even a person who's a lean person, a person who does not have all, necessary all the qualities, a person who's on a lower level, even that person would be Meisei Nefesh Hashem, and I definitely don't want to fall lower than that. And I don't want to be a fool, a shaita, which conceals the truth. Like he says, I don't want to deny the truth. The truth is that every second a person does, God forbid, a sin... That's why every second is a disconnection. Even though a fool can convince himself, maybe I'm not disconnected, I'm still connected, I don't want to be a fool like that. And all that is the advice that we're given of how the Al Rebbe teaches us how to be a benny at any given time. And this is completely the control of every individual. The next piece in Tanya is going to say, and what is not in our control? The beginning, if you remember, he used the words that this is not a Dovra masul. This is control over your thoughts, speech, and action. And he used the expression, because a Beny ene is bara, does not despise evil. That would be something you can't expect from every person. Shazet Dovra masul, That's something that's given over to the heart. You can't regulate it. The person's very emotional. It's like saying a person shouldn't feel hungry. You do feel hungry. You can control yourself over a day, a few days, but you can't change your personality. But a baby is not asked to change your personality. It's actually asked to actualize your personality. So now he's going to go back. So what is a dovara? What about the dovara muscle Now the next section you can learn, the altareb in a sense is almost making it prohibitive That some people are just not made to be able to completely despise evil. only tzaddikim. As we're going to learn, there are only people that are created that way. The rest of us are not capable of it. So it almost seems to suggest that till now we're talking about what we're capable of. Now we're talking about what we're not capable of, which always leaves a taste, oh, you know what? Even though I reach these high levels of a baini, it's still being driven home that I can't really reach the highest, highest levels of a tzaddik. But the truth is we have to learn Tiny the exact opposite way. Al-Tareb is not coming to exclude us. He's coming actually to pacify us, to tell us in a, in a healthy way that what we're, just as we know what we're capable of, we have to also know what is not in our control, is not because to make us feel bad, but on the contrary to co- affirm and validate what we're capable of. So let's say a person is running a marathon. They can run a marathon of 21 miles. They want to run a marathon of 40 miles. And someone says to them, forty miles is not something that everybody can do. Some people's muscles are just not there. The conditioning is not there. That's not coming to tell you you can't, you're a failure. On the contrary, if you remember back at the end of chapter 13, a very vital piece where he spoke about that the true love of God, I'm But then he went on and said that for a his in his situation, according to his matzah, of his Stand, his, his, um, his state of being it's emes lamite what he does so you see there as well the same idea he's not coming to tell us what you can't do he's coming to say that which you could do and then don't agonize over something that's not meant for you <clears throat> so it's not meant to diminish it's actually meant to empower and, and indeed when you continue learning time, you see that the real kavana is the battle of the benini not the tzaddik. The tzaddik has a role to play, but that's not the purpose of why Nishama comes down below. So with this short introduction, let's now go into the next piece. Mashiach came after we just spoke about what, what is in our control that we're capable of controlling in thought, speech, and action, not to do anything negative, not not only to do positive. Now, Mashiach came and by contrast, but with matters of the heart, a means literally matters that are given to the heart. So like a heart is, is a certain natural entity and has natural tendencies. So Dovana musclelev, not muscle, a mice, Debra machshava, things that are given over to your actions, behavioral and emotional and cognitive. Expression, that's thought, speech, and action, or action, speech, and thought, that you have control over. But Dovara Lev, here we're going to explain that this is something that is not expected. So you know nothing to feel bad about. If a person will say, okay, I control my behavior, my thought, speech, and action, but I still have a temptation. So it can make you feel down. So, no, nothing to feel down. That's not what's, that's a Dovara Lev. And as he spells out the Hainu, what does that mean? The Hainu Shay Haram Mos Mamish belev, namely that the evil of our own of serving our own needs should actually be despised in your heart. Mamish. And detested utterly. But Tachlisin. We're not just talking about avoiding it or ignoring it. But we're talking about here, again, the word mamish and Tachlis. This is very important, those words. Because obviously, a Benini who's driven to serve God in thought, speech, and actions, doing whatever he can, you like something, so you dislike the opposite. But that's not a fundamental at the core. It's not mamish. It means that when you want to do something good, for, for, when you want something good, I mean, think of it in business. If a person is very focused on their business and then suddenly someone comes with a distraction that takes away himself and his employees from the business, he's going to reject him. He's going to say the word "despises," maybe not the right word, but utterly reject him. But not because he's rejecting the person, because you're interfering with the success of our business. And the same thing here. By beni obviously, he's avoiding everything negative. But to say the words... Aram Mos mamish belev, that in his heart belev, not in his actions or speech or, or, or thought. filu He's talking here both about the tzaddik government, tzaddik government. Back from chapter ten, so either detested utterly, or detested but not utterly, as we learned in Pedicute in chapter ten. So he's covering both. Those, that, all this is Dovra Moser Melev. This cannot be achieved in a truly genuine way. Lamite. See again, the focus, he's going to the extreme. Not, we're not talking about Be'emes, we're not talking about partially or temporarily or the moment. We're talking about in the form of Dovra ma- Moser we're talking about, again, the words, So that cannot be truly genuine. So now he's going to continue to explain how you could. But let's talk about this for a moment more before we get to how a person can achieve that and who can achieve that. So here right away the Alter Rebbe is essentially telling us Again, in a personal, think of how the Rebbe speaking to you one-on-one, in a personal Yechidus. One-on-one, soul to soul. Yechidus to yechid. So he's saying, the Midah of ani is what you are. It's a tremendous level. Your ability of self-mastery, self-control over your thoughts, speech, and action, never to transgress, never to in any way go away from God. You were created as a, a nefesh al-ekis, you also have a nefesh habamis, And that's part of who you are. So first thing we tell you, what you have to do to access your inner strengths to make sure that nefesh al-ekis controls the ik'tan zaguf. That's the first thing. Who's in control? The next thing you need to know is there are things that are going to be coming up in your temptations, in your faculties. That's not in your control. It's not, that's not expected of you. As a matter of fact, what is expected is exactly to have that battle to subdue that voice and not let it affect you. But that we'll learn later in Tanya. Right now, he's laying out and describing who you are. And that's the ultimate, I don't want to call coach, I don't want to use the word coach on the altar Rebbe, but the ultimate soul doctor is to tell you who you are, what you're capable of, and also to know, don't try to create a scenario or expectations that are not necessarily... For you. Again, this is not to put them down, on the contrary, it's to empower. We're talking now what you are capable of. Be like telling somebody somebody wants to have blue eyes. But you don't have blue eyes, you have brown eyes. You're five foot ten, you're not five foot eleven. So it's like telling a person, not that you're not, but this is who you are. Be you, be the true you, essentially. Okay. So what would it take, and why is it relevant to us to know this level that, that is Moshe B'la'v, that we're not capable of? Back to chapter 10. It's not again because off-limits, it's just to tell us the reality. And we also want to know that high standard. So what will it take? Who, who does indeed have the power to completely detest anything negative? Since you're saying the Baini does not have that power, who? Yes. So this comes, <laughs> This is not possible, unless somebody develops an immense, and powerful, or intense, immense and intense, or immense and powerful love for God. Now, it's interesting he's saying love for God. There's love for God. We talked earlier that every neshama loves God. Every neshama is connected to God. Even a kal sheba kalim. When push comes to shove, we'll be meish nefesh. Al kiddush But it's not actualized. It's only when push comes to shove. And also, even then, as we learned, a sheita could be an, an- that covers up, and he thinks He's connected. That's possible. But a person who has true, powerful love for God in a revealed way, not just doesn't deceive himself, that absolute love doesn't allow anything opposite of God to enter into him. And this is a very unique level. Because we're not talking about behaviorally. We're not talking about thought and speech and action. We're talking about the fundamental person, the muscle of the So there you need a different wiring. And he goes further. Take a v'av Hashem. And not just tamtegu gravel Hashem, but b'chinas ave b'tanugim. Because you can have a fiery, passionate love. A baini could also have that. But he's going further. Ave b'tanugim. Because we're looking here to be able to create a situation where a person is completely despises absolutely everything that's negative. So it's not just enough to love. You can love something very beautiful. You can love tadaven. That, that doesn't automatically mean that you despise absolutely everything that's opposite of davening. While you're davening, you love it. Then you can go after davening, and, and God forbid, we're not saying anything prohibited, but you can do something that's not completely aligned with your davening. Why? Because that was what you were doing at that moment. It doesn't describe your very f- essential personality. But a person who is consumed with Ava nugim and Ava Nugim we learned about earlier in chapter 9 and chapter 10, A love of desire, as we call it, or pleasurable love. Which is not just love. It's a love that's completely consuming and pleasurable. That is what's necessary to eliminate and find everything opposite as absolutely despicable. That's a whole other level. For example, think of a person who's a very clean person. Extremely clean. They're obsessed with cleanliness. So they walk into a room that's somewhat dirty or somewhat even one blemish, one piece of dust. So for another person, it may not bother them. But for this person, because they're so extremely dedicated to cleanliness, every little thing will matter. So the deeper the love, the more the the more the, opposite, the more the the despise of the opposite, the more repulsive is the opposite. Av betainugim is a level where a person is completely consumed with godliness. There's no other option. So any little thing that's not that is already despised. The question is betachles asin or not betachles interesting. It's adigomer, it's adigshayna gomer. But 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 it's but it's definitely tach, definitely mos, despicable. Okay, and now he's going to explain further to explain how this level all to explain how these levels are not accessible to the regular person so he continues what is it she says to take pleasure in God in a way that is a foretaste of the world Come. Now you could ask, why is he adding this? Because he wants to show how beyond it is for the natural person, the need to reach. Again, with the focus being that it's a different reality. It's not the reality of this world. It's the reality of Elam Hab. And I can soon say, it's more of a reward than it is of something we directly access. So he's going to elaborate now on that. what this means. So he says, Valze Om Rabbosainu Zal. Valze Om Razal. Elamcha Tirbechayecha. You shall see your world in your lifetime. This is the Gemara and Brochus, Yudzai Aleph. 17a. So the pastors of the Gemara is talking about a blessing, they say to someone, they part from each other. You should see your lifetime. He's talking like Rashi says, your material world, the physical world. But the deeper interpretation, as he's explaining it here, is you're seeing Elam Haba. Me'in Elam Haba. So Elamcha is referring to Elam Haba, spiritual worlds. So we see for that that it's already a level that's not of this world. Midas kolodim bacherel kolodim yimshach is of this world. This is of a different world. This type of level of ava ava betaynugim, the shangal Hashem he haba. So it does exist. There are people elam chetira bechayecha that can access it, but it's not of this world. It's of a different reality. As the al Rebbe continues, And not every person merits this. Because this is not so much an achievement through the human effort of Aveda, but a kind of reward that's received from above. So we see here that this idea of pleasurable love, Ava B'taynugim, as he began, when he began to discuss it, Ava B'taynugim, is a level that, that, I'm sorry, it's a level that is only, So first of all, that, that level of love, but we also see it's from a different paradigm, it's a different reality. And, now he's adding, ke'in so, kibul So, of course, this is something that is not about what you have to do. The Baini we're talking about. You are fully capable of doing, but this is another reality. So, ke'in kibul Which means, it's not in your hands. It's not you that are creating it. And al Altar brings up Raya to further explain how this is something that is not in our reach. Who could exceive as the verse states, "Avedas matona etnes kunaschem." I have given you the service of your priesthood as a gift. This is in Bamidbar, Yitzei Zion, eighteen seven. So, what do you see from this? it's this it explains, is Hashem, Koyin. And I've given to you as a gift. As explained, as explained elsewhere. Some of the Sadik elsewhere in different places where it's explained. So you see this is as a gift. It's like a kibbushar, like a reward. It's not something you directly access, you have to receive it as a gift. So that emphasizes even more how it's a dovara masuloved. Either you're born with it or you're not born with it. As we'll explain briefly. As we'll explain shortly. Okay. So all this is coming to set the stage to explain how the Baini, this is not the axis of the Baini. And now the Al in a fascinating way, comes back to answer. You see how it all ties together. One other question that he asked back in chapter one, in the beginning of Tanya. And that's why Eeyiv said, You have created Sadiqim. So the Al Rebbe asked in chapter one, if you recall, he said, What do you mean? Which means everything is designated from above, a free will, whether you'll be at Sadiq Rosh like, is not is not dependent, it's is not not stated from above. It's so up to our choice. So how could Ayev say Barossa? Sadikim Barasa, Barosa Sadiqim. So this is the answer. Because we're not talking about a tzaddik amushal, the concept that you're not going to be a Roshim, which we'll learn later in this chapter in Tanya. We're talking about a tzaddik and the true nature of a tzaddik, someone who absolute love for God and absolute despise for everything opposite. That's not given to everyone. That's a dover muscle, love only to tzaddikim. That's why he brought God created such neshamas and that's unique. That's what IEUV is saying. And the fact that it says, So two things. Number one, as I just said, we're talking the tzaddik in the concept of being controlling of your speech, thought, and action. That talk is not designated. That's up to you. We're talking about a tzaddik in the pure sense of the word, someone who's not capable of... Doing any, who, who, who despises the evil, that's something that is barossa. That's the first answer. The second thing, even a tzaddik who is born at tzaddik, who's given that power, also has to work on it. It doesn't just come automatically. So there's p'chira, you're going to actualize that part of yourself. And that's the answer to that question. But relevant to our discussion here, the bottom line is that's barossa, meaning. It's not. It's like like given as a matan, as a gift. You're created that way. It's not up to you. So therefore, it's not a matter of choice. And then to em- emphasize the point even further, the Alter Rebbe continues and says, isabit b'tikunim." It says in tikunim, Right, the beginning of tikunim. I believe the page is 1B. Yes, right? The introduction. So what is he saying to Kurnim? That among souls of Israel, there are many levels and types. And this is how they're designated from the outset. So we talked earlier, for just like a person is born a certain height, color eyes, color hair, and so on. Same thing in the shamas. They're created a certain way. And he, and he spells out. Chesidim, Gibedim, Hamizgabim, Mal Yitzram, Nevi'im, Tzadikim. Chesidim, pious ones. Strong ones, Gibadim, who overpowered their evil inclination. Mori masters of the Teda. Nevi'im, prophets. And Sadikim, righteous ones. Ayn look there. So what do you see from the Tikkun that is dedicated as such? That different nashamas are created a certain way. And this comes to explain the big picture here. So this even emphasizes even more what I said earlier. That's not a matter of making you feel down. On the contrary, they're different nashamas for different roles. So there's just like there are tzaddikim, and tzaddikim is one of the categories. There's also a neshamah called abenini. And that's midaz kolodem. Vacharar kolodem mimshech. So it's like someone saying, why am I not like that person? That's not the objective. Be you. You have to be yourself. So all this comes to underscore and emphasize that we all have the capacity to be abenini. And Mashenka k'bidov ha'mosel Alev, that's already in the domain of tzaddikim. A particular category. And a minority and minority at that. And with that, we conclude this section. We're still obviously in the middle of chapter 14. But we've established now both elements, what we're capable of, and that which we're not is not meant for us. It's a particular category which we need to know about, that's what we're told, and it's a standard. And later we'll learn that a person can merit To get there, but it's not going to come through our direct Tavoidah. It's a matana. So, this just emphasizes and empowers us to understand what we're really capable of. The tremendous resources and potency that you have as a Bainani. We'll stop here. Everyone have a good Tavoidah. TanyaApplied.com, where you can find these and previous programs. Be well. This has been My Life Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidahsupplied.com for archived classes and more resources.